I'll leave you with this with Dustin Chaffin. Um, I'm good at the jokes, like writing roast jokes. Yeah. But I feel like um, I just there's this thing inside of me that's it's pretty brutal. And I feel like, because uh, I grew up with like older brothers, I feel like I've been roasted my entire life. Right. Like I had <laughs> fucking shithead brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad's still roasting me, you know, about Trump yeah. and stuff. Like yeah. I feel like I'm just constantly, there's always some audience member that's messing with me. Like I don't need it. Right. Like, it, it doesn't fulfill any sort of entertainment gap that I'm missing. Right. Like it, and it's not, it's not going to. It's not going to blow me up, and I wouldn't even. I, I don't yeah. even need that TV credit, right? You know what I mean? I need exactly. I need TV credits, but I don't need right. that one, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like so. It, it doesn't appeal to me at all. Yeah, I'm with you. It's just the idea of now. If I'm in a tuxedo and it's like the way it used to be yeah. with the Dean Martin the Dean thing, Martin. where yeah. it's kind of <laughs> like uh, you know I'm sitting next to some amazing person, and you know mm. I'm at that level where I've arrived and everybody's kind of my the, the comedy central one i don't mind too bad right it's okay yeah you know i think sometimes i feel like w- what misses the mark on that uh, roast show is a lot of people don't know the person right and that's always weird to me yeah it's like i it, see a lot of those uh roasts online on youtube yeah and i don't know where they find an audience because i'm yeah. a comedian and i don't even know some <laughs> of these people <laughs> yeah well, but it's so weird for the audience. We've yeah. all talked about this, but it's so weird for the audience where it's just like they don't know either one of the guys. Right. And then the only thing they have is the, the appearance. Right. So <laughs> right. it's like I, I'm a gold mine for that because right. I'm wearing a cowboy hat. But <laughs> if it's not somebody like me, it's like, right. What are you? And if, the, if they're not fat or something, like, what yeah. are you going to say? Right. It's just a weird. Yeah. And then the audience, you know, sometimes they'll go somewhere really dark. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, your dad, your dad was a male prostitute, or right. you know, whatever. You're just <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> no one knew except like, the how comics. How did you find that out? Like, and I don't want people digging in my life, right? You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, Anthony did it. Anthony it was funny because Anthony, um, producer Anthony, he, you know, he did it, and I remember it, it was it was a little fresh then. It was a few years ago. Yeah, it, it was, was in the beginning of. Yeah, of, it was the beginning of all the like the stand and all uh-huh. that stuff. So. It was a little more appealing because it was like, you know, right. I guess it was a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember like he went up against this guy, Peter Diabro, who was very like, you know, rich in personality. And Anthony's kind of like me and you, where it's a little bit of right. an introvert on occasion. <laughs> right. yeah. so, on occasion. <laughs> so, I can yeah. speak for all of us. Yeah. yeah. I've done a lot of work to be, you know, bigger yeah. than I am, but I'm just like the two of you. And, uh, you know, but. We went heavy on the jokes, and right. he wrote his own jokes, but I helped a little bit, and we all kind of like, we wanted, we were rooting for the underdog of personality. Right. Because we knew that, like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to well, win that. Yeah, because we were rooting for somebody that, like, you know, because he was overly cocky about it. Right. Because he's, like, this bigger-than-life hip-hop personality, so we were like, right. you know, let's just go in with some jokes, yeah. and he ended up winning, and it was like, oh, a, nice. it was a big deal. That's cool. Because he, like, you know, the, the little shy kid won, and we yeah. were like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, you know, it was gratifying because we were just yeah. like, you know, because the cocky guy David and got knocked yeah. Yeah, Purely off much. of writing, not charisma <laughs> at all. 100% that should be writing the, skill. That could exactly. be the uh, the title of my career. Yeah. <laughs> Purely on writing, not on charisma at all. No, I, dude, I have to wear a cowboy hat to be, like, charismatic. Like, I get it. I, I just, we're all in this together. I, yeah. I just did a um, – so I auditioned – for this this lady several times for America's Got Talent. Right. And um, she, um, you know, 
it took me a while to get a tape that uh, tape. Jesus, that's how old I am. I still say a tape, a clip <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> of you know the performance that I needed. It's like a yeah. two minutes or whatever. Yeah. And she's seen me live at the Creek. The other it was that was a that was a shit show. I don't know if you've ever done an audition somewhere. I love the Creek. It's a great venue. Yeah. Great pinball machines, and they have some interesting shows, and the yeah. food is fantastic. But, you know, just like anywhere else, yeah. when it's just a crowd full of comics, yeah. you know, you, I get insecure about it. I right. feel like everybody's judging me. I try to, yeah. anytime I'm submitting or auditioning for anything, I try to go on uh, YouTube clips yeah. until I cannot get by on that anymore. I do not trust a live situation. Because yeah. you really, you have yeah. no control. Yeah, you really and don't. Anything goes. You really you, don't. You know, you send in a clip, That's you're like, this is what I want you to see. Yeah. But, you, you know, at yeah. the creek... Yeah. Oh my god. And so, yeah. So I basically, you know, spent some time courting her. She saw me at this World Series of Comedy thing I did, and mm-hmm. whatever. So it's been back and forth, back and forth. And so finally, she got back to me, right, on this uh, two-minute tape that I made, a clip that I made at uh, Greenwich, and it was good. It was really good. Yeah. And she said, um, "The producers love you. They said uh, your jokes are perfect, but you got to work on your angry face." <laughs> oh my god. We need you to be friendlier. <laughs> so, you need to have like an America friendly. And I go, you give me a shot, I'll smile my ass off. Like that's an easy fix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can and do I, that. And who can't do? I can. I can smile. I'm yeah. not a crazy. They said, but then she said, well, don't go too creepy or crazy. Like, and I was like, <laughs> hey everybody, so you're gonna put on I was clown like, makeup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I was just like, so I've been all week, I've been practicing, like, smiling, just, right. you know, just trying to, like, and it always comes off weird. Cause I, I wouldn't go with that one you just did. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so I just have, like, a pained face. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I mean, it's just my life. That's life, man. It is life. It wears you down. I change that life piece of shit yeah, out of me. It really did. And comedy and jokes, and I can still get laughter without being right. a goofball. Yeah. And so, but uh, but it's funny. But I'm okay with it. I, yeah. I'll do, dude. I'll I give. You know, it's funny because I try when I giggle a little bit. Like, because Kennison was able to kind of like, you know, like he he did like a little chuckle that right. he would do. Yeah, and I think it it kind of broke a little bit of the tension of his yeah. act. People know. I I'm in the joke too. Yeah. Yeah. So so I do that a little. I'd be a little yeah. silly laughing my joke. So I, right. you know, hopefully I get a shot. I'll do more of that. Yeah. Just kind of. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Just not just <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so don't do that. One. If I just giggle, you know, <laughs> you know. But uh, so anyway, it's just it is funny how you know people like. I don't know. They always have something to say. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They can't just let you just be you. No. They can't let you just do your act. No. That would be too easy. Yeah. I remember just people <laughs> trying to tell me, like, big managers and stuff, so you need to do this, southern it up, or do that. Yeah. You know, it's like it's always something. Like, people just can't be like, dude, that works. Just right. go with that. Right. Trust me. Yeah. Half America's pain, too. Right. It's okay. It's going to work. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and, like, cry. Like, I'm just, <laughs> this is my face. I'll be fine with it. Yeah. I've been doing comedy so long. Right. It's, everybody's going to laugh. Right. It's gonna, you don't have to, like, change me because that's right. when you fuck up the comedy. Right. Is when you try to, like, but whatever. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm gonna work on my smile. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my therapist told me I need to smile more on stage. So really? the whole thing is like the smiling thing is like a it's like a callback for me. Yeah. My therapist is like, you should smile more because audiences get mad at me sometimes, and I'm just like, if you just smile more. You think your therapist would have heard enough of you to get? <laughs> no, he's probably not gonna smile a whole lot. <laughs> but you know, but but it, I don't know. But it is true though. It's yeah. Like we don't. We're not aware of it. You know yeah. how in inside our heads we are. Right. 
You know what I mean? I mean, there is something to be said about maybe being a little lighter on stage. Yeah. Because I feel like we get, you know, we get so heady. Right. You know? I uh, I always, uh, if I'm not doing well, I'll smile through it. And that's a (laughs) trick I learned from, you know, if I'm killing, I can get away with anything. Sure. (laughs) But if I'm bombing, I just start smiling because I knew when I was a young comic, I used to wear it on myself. Like if I was bombing... I knew. Everyone knew. Yeah, <laughs> and yes. then it I'm just makes like it worse. Yeah. <laughs> but if I start going down now, I'll just start smiling. And I'm like, this is fine. This is the way I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I still laugh at my jokes, though, I think. Uh, yeah. But they generally make me laugh, usually. Yeah. I'm not laughing good at the joke. joke, joke. The, I'm not <laughs> laughing at the joke like I haven't heard. Like, I'm pretending I haven't heard it before. Mm. But I'm laughing at the fact that I said this ridiculous thing in front of people. Right. And got away with it. Yeah. That's why I laugh. Right. I never, like, people are like, you laugh at your jokes? Like, no, man, I'm <laughs> genuinely laughing that I just said this clan thing to this group of people, <laughs> or I just said this thing to that redhead about the right. thing, and, yeah. you know, whatever it is I said, like, that makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't know. It's yeah. just, there's so many, like, dynamics to comedy. Yeah. Like, the, the mental thing. Yeah. What's, um, I don't know. Do you do, like, a, do you have, like, a zen thing that you do before you get on stage? Do you have, like, a regiment? If if you were a fly on the wall watching me, you'd say, yes, this guy has a regimen. (laughs) Because I I do prepare sort of the same way. uh, Not so much in New York, but on the road. Okay. uh, Yeah, give me just a rundown of kind of like you, like 15 minutes before showtime. Oh, 15 minutes before I'm uh, I'm suited up. I'm in my suit. Suit? Oh, you wore a suit. Nice. Uh, Yes, always. I haven't seen you suited up. Really? In the city. Well, though. that's true. I, yeah, never in the city. Oh, but on the road. You're suited uh, up. Always. Nice. I respect yeah. that. That's And no matter where. No matter where. <laughs> no matter where. I, I, really? I've yeah. gone to some places I shouldn't be wearing a suit. <laughs> it's like, are we getting audited? No, he's yeah. the comedian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> suited up uh, uh, standing. Because my suit, I'd, I'd say it's a standing stand. suit. It's not right. a sitting down suit. Yeah, I'm a stool guy on the road. I do better, I do better doing long sets if I'm sitting. Oh, yeah. For some reason. I, I uh, I stand taller in my suit. It's almost like my uh, superhero costume. Mm, yeah, well, it gives I me got, confidence. I got a thing on my head, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all have yeah. our thing. Yours is easier to carry here around. <laughs> He's got hair. Like <laughs> we all have our thing. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Um, so I've known you a short amount of time. Actually, yes, and um, but we've been a, we've uh, sort of run in the same circles yeah. for a much longer period Kinda, of time. But I think never... we used to belong to the same gym. Really? Yeah. Planet Fitness? Yes. Oh, that shithole. <laughs> and I saw you there years ago, but I didn't know you. I'm oh, like, it would okay. be weird if I just walked up to this dude on the treadmill. <laughs> Only if you asked me for a spot. Yeah. <laughs> if you just walked up and be like, hey, I'm a comedian, what's up? That'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, who else was there? There was another comedian there. Um, Jason Andors. Do you know him? Yeah. yeah uh, he, he was there a lot. Yeah. He was, anyway. I don't live close to there anymore, so oh, okay. it's yeah. less convenient. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean... Yeah, well, I just met you. I was uh, recently, yep. last year or whatever, um, yep. opening for Neighbor Gatsy, and then you're friends with um, Keith Alberstadt. Yes. And then you had one of the funniest moments, and hopefully I don't out you on this, but I thought, oh. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Don't worry. It's, you ready? It's, it's yeah, not, a dump button. <laughs> we can <laughs> have a dump button We can edit later. We can always edit. But I don't think this is I that big a deal. I'm the editor, editor, too. But so. you surprised me. You did this thing, and like... You were really nice to me. I, I had a fun show, and you said good job, which I love. I always love comics that give good energy, and you were great. Yeah. And we all hung out after, and, and we were sitting there. And then um, 
just uh just out of nowhere you were like like oh yeah um you know you started talking about your watch you're like this is a replica watch and yes. i was like and i was like and i started thinking to myself what's the point of getting a replica watch <laughs> if you're just telling everybody that it's, <laughs> that it's a replica like oh. <laughs> like i thought it was a it was an interesting because I, yeah. I got a funny gauge on you i was just like that's a weird thing to just bring up i think i was so proud of it because i couldn't tell <laughs> the she, difference between it and a real one <laughs> And I think I'd just gotten it. But that's like I a know. girl going, hey, I know they're fake boobs, but you know what? I got a good deal on these. Look how good they look. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good deal. Yeah. You don't have to tell anybody they're fake. I mean, you, you know. Got a group on. You figure it out yeah. um, when you hold it. But no, I, uh, I proud, <laughs> proudly wear a replica watch. Yeah. I'm actually not wearing it today. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the pin came out of it, and I haven't mm. replaced it yet. Yeah, and that's the thing. They got. I have, I have, yeah, they just, the, the quality, they don't last. Right, yeah. And that's yeah. why yeah, I paid <laughs> $8,000 less <laughs> than an original. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's funny because I, um, I just thought it was an interesting thing to kind yeah. of like the, um, the I, not give a shit like mentality was really funny to me. Yeah. I've, I have a funny key story. Uh, yeah, sure. Last week, um, I'm flying out to Detroit and I run into Keith at the airport. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, Keith Alberset, yeah. Yes. I have known Keith since I moved to New York Great City comedian. 11 years ago. Yes. So we've been friends a long time. I yeah, he had texted me. I knew he was flying out to somewhere that day, but I didn't know. So I got to the airport and I texted him. I'm like, hey, I don't know what time you're flying out, but I'm here. And he hadn't seen the text yet when we ran into each yeah. other. And it turns out we're on the same flight going to Detroit. We are sitting in the same row. Oh, there wow. is an empty seat between us. <laughs> I'm like, if we called Delta on a conference call, they couldn't make that happen. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, it was a blast. And then I saw cool. Bobby Kelly on the way home. Oh, wow. That's like who books that flight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah good, good flight. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, I know a little bit about you. I've talked to you a little bit, you know, but not much. And this, I'm glad you're on the show. It's yeah, fun to kind of get to know people and stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you've done some cool stuff. Um, you've been in the comedy a while, I take it. A few yes, years? Yeah. Uh, but I started late. I didn't Did start until okay. I was 28. Okay, uh, I was a uh, I was a band director. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. I think that's really interesting yeah. that you do that stuff. That's just yeah. fantastic. And uh, and your drummer also, right? yes. I'm, yeah, yeah, Anthony's a drummer as well. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, there's so, so many drummer comedians. Yeah, Wally Collins was on. Like he's yeah, he was oh, a big yeah, dr- he's a big drummer. Yeah. Wally, uh, yeah. Todd Brad Berry, Trackman, Bill Burr. Todd Berry. Uh, oh yeah, I yeah. forget about those. I haven't run into Trackman for a million years. Yeah, he had a good uh, story. Uh, who's uh, he has a funny? Story. I'm gonna I'm gonna totally share it in a minute. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> he used to work at a shoe store. And mm. uh, fitted shoes for uh, Paul Simon's old drummer, uh, Fifty mm. Ways to Leave Your Lover. Who's that guy? Paul uh, Simon. Uh, Paul Simon's drummer. Yeah. Who's his drummer? I don't know his drummer. Oh. Uh, I don't know his drummer. I'll think of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll insert it later in post. <laughs> Just a weird <laughs> thing. <laughs> I guess we can look it up. We're all yeah, right, computers right, right, computers right, yeah we got computers in our pockets. But anyway. All right, cool. um, so, yeah, so you seem like you've had an interesting life, and, you know, you've yeah. done, uh, you got to do the Conan O'Brien show. Yes. That's fun. Yeah. That's uh, that's the show. That was know? amazing. Uh, that's the show. I mean, it's out of all the late night shows, yeah. you know, since Letterman's gone, like, mm-hmm. that's the show. Yeah. I feel like, and I, when I say Letterman, I mean, since Letterman wasn't the late night show. Yes. Steve Gadd? <laughs> Steve Gadd. <laughs> Steve Gadd. Steve oh, Gadd. Oh, yeah, right. Trackman uh, was working at a shoe store in, uh, uh, yeah, that was so worth. Again. That was so worth messing up my rhythm on your intro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start again. 
Hey, your producer showed yeah. it to me. I thought yeah. he was making the he's call. The, he's, yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> he got hit by a car. He's not all there. He did. We don't even get it. It was yesterday. That. I know. Yesterday he got hit by you a car. You actually got hit by a car? I actually got yeah. on my way to a yeah. show. It was me. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kept going around in a Keep circle. fucking up my intros. <laughs> and I just like, you know, just drove over him. Yeah. That's what happens. And I'm just trying to get into a freaking intro. I still did uh, the show. That's a unbelievable. Yeah, he's a hardcore guy. Uh, and he has a duty shirt with inside out. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> so, so you've done a lot of cool stuff. You did uh, Ferguson, which another yeah. great show. Yeah. I feel that was one of my favorites because what I like about Craig Ferguson is like out of all the people that do the late night shows, I feel like he was a true stand up. Yeah. And I felt like he was the only one. And that still would, is. Yeah. But I mean, on the show. Right. Like, yeah. as, a, as a talk show host. Yeah. Um, now he has a radio show, and he's right. still definitely touring. Yeah, he's huge comic. Yeah. But I just mean, like, in the sense of, and when I say that, what I mean is, like, a lot of times writers didn't really touch his monologue. Right. He would just get up, and yeah. just, and it would not just be topical stuff. Sometimes yeah. it would just be like, so anyway, I'm at the, you know, the day I'm at McDonald's, yeah. and thing. it would just be like a bit. Yeah. And it was, like, refreshing, because it was, like, it wasn't, like, this contrite, like, jokes that seven people wrote. Right. It was, like, he would literally just kind of go out work some shit out. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. To have that kind of confidence to nobody, walk in front of those cameras. Nobody even gets that. No, like, you know who they pick all these people. They don't even know how cool that is, right? Like, yeah, the, people liked them and they didn't know why. Yeah, and, and yeah. nobody, yeah, and nobody's doing that. You're right, Fallon's and we'll never do it again. No, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's just grabbing a mic going, "Yeah, let me work this out on fucking TV." Yeah, yeah. it's so I really that, that that's very impressive to me. Yeah, and uh, that I won't even do that in an open mic here in the city. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I won't go rip. <laughs> Are you kidding? I've kept my jokes written, <laughs> memorized. Oh, it is it is amazing. Like just yeah. just that you know it was funny the the headspace I got at that you know the Creek and the Cave audition. Yeah, it was just like you know because I, I I just feel like you know comics hate me you know i just feel like everybody hates oh. me and i'm just like you know i just That's get in that head thing yeah yeah you think everyone's and against think, you yeah you just think well i think because you know i i have a room or whatever and i don't i don't have you know i don't book them or something so i'm like oh they hate me because of that <laughs> like they don't yeah, yeah like, because i turned them down so they're not going to give me the love at this important thing yeah everybody else was getting love and, I, and i'm not just saying that a lot of people getting love yeah <laughs> from, from this group of comics because you know comedy is clicky and like it is a little clicky. my crew wasn't there right so it's like you know, if I had my crew there, it'd be different. But yeah. it was just like, it's funny how, you know, comedy travels with these, you know, certain alternative people. Yeah. Like, they all take care of each other. Anyway. Oh yeah. Gosh, this, I'm interrupting our intro. That's right. So. <laughs> I interrupted. He interrupted. <laughs> so, Tony Deo, everybody. There in the go. building. <laughs> Tony Deo. Good to see you. Your, uh, your name doesn't match your look. I feel like it's a very. Kind really? Of, oh, it's it, Italian. It feels yeah. very like, e -D, right. Boomba guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to every like once a in a while, I'd uh, show up on the road, and a headliner would be really happy that I wasn't this uh, Goomba Tony from New York. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not really me. Yeah, I mean, but you, I'm you in know, my suit. Yeah, exactly. It you just know. seems like you could be this guy. Be. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Do you have relatives like that? No, oddly, uh, Deo's French. Oh, it is. Uh, it's yeah. not Italian. Oh. It's not at all Italian. Oh, wow. Tony throws people off. Yes, it does. Yeah. Tony <laughs> messes yeah. everybody up. Yeah. Um, so French. Okay. Yeah. All right. French so you, Huguenot. There's actually... Uh, how far does it go back? You have... Is there people that... Yeah, there was a boat that came over at some point. They uh, <laughs> left uh, religious persecution in Do you still family is what I'm saying, like in France? or? Um, I'll run... A, like... Three times a year, I'll run into a Deo. There, okay. There's not a whole lot, lot of them. But if you go up the Hudson a couple hours, yeah. the, there's the place where that uh, group of families settled. 
and there's this old settlement called the Deo House, and okay, uh, every once in a while, if we're going by, I took my son up there and yeah. took a picture with him <laughs> under the sign, you know. The, nice. Uh, it's a good name. Yeah. Do, do people do that Deo song a lot to you? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a friend named Howie Dewey, and it's always, this is Howie Dewey. Oh, like, yeah. So it's like, I'm just like, I don't I have think a I'd song. I mine, actually. <laughs> that, that's way worse. Yeah. Deo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so yeah. glad I don't have a name that. You, you know what? They play for whatever reason. I've never figured out why, but at Yankee games, they play that little yes. clip. And I always tell my son that it's because we were the biggest fans that day <laughs> at Yankee Stadium. And someone told me it's worse than telling him a lie about Santa Claus. <laughs> telling him we're the biggest Yankee fans every time they play that song. How old is he? 17? He's, he's yeah. five now. <laughs> he's five. So I might have to break that news to him soon. <laughs> They just do it. And he eats it up, I'm sure. He loves it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Why come on. You you're a Yankee statement. They say your last name. You know, <laughs> it's like lie to kids as long as you can. Yeah. You know, my parents were way too truthful at an early age. Yeah. You know, and I think my girl's like that, too, where parents are, like, talking about, like, how much money they had and stuff. And, like, I knew way too much too early. Yeah. I like the uh, fantasy of, you know, yeah. just yeah, silly and fun. It all. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Right. We all eventually find out that life lied to us. So, <laughs> yeah. At and least make it fun for a you while. You don't have to tell your kid anything. Like he's going to figure it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to know. He's going to be in a car know. one day. That song's going to come on or something. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. That son of a bitch <laughs> told me we were the biggest Yankee fans. <laughs> Oh, hilarious! Um, but yeah, it's it's I I don't know. I guess my name I get the chafing like my legs are chafing. Oh. so it's like I'm like <laughs> it's like are you chafing? Are your legs chafing? Are you chafing? And uh, we should just as a society decide yeah. we're not making jokes about people's names anymore. <laughs> I got cat fur. That's the worst. Cat fur. Cat fur. Yeah, well, that's how you tell people. You tell people that. I tell people chafing, too. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of your fault. That's you. <laughs> no, I mean, in school, like as a little oh, kid. Oh, cat fur. Cat fur. People would, would cat. call me cat fur oh, in well, school. You, well, you kind of, you get a little catty. You got a lot of hair going on. <laughs> I had a mustache then, too. Back then? Yeah. <laughs> when you were a little kid. Whiskers. Hilarious. <laughs> hey, yours is an unusual name. I, I remember it. Met a cat fur. No. Well, that's when you tell comics how to bring you up, you always say cap fur. Yeah. Like it's a cap, but it's, it's furry. Because it's just two words yeah. that we know. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's difficult. I always hate it when comics, you know, try to do a joke about their name. And, you yeah. Know, it's always like a weird, you know. Right. I don't know. It's always like, to me, it's, it's like. It's hard to pull it it's off. It's too elementary. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> evolve a little, you know. Yeah. There's certain things, like the way you look, the way you think. To, it's like, you know. Yeah. you got to stop doing those. Yeah. You know, to have, to get to that level. I don't know. That's just me. <gasps> so. <laughs> <laughs> We just take whatever we can do in this. We just kind of go with it. But yeah. uh, so you did music. Um, so the band, so you're a band nerd. Yeah. Growing up. Yep. What'd you play? Uh, I was a drummer. Well, I started on the trombone yeah. and then switched. Yeah, you don't just go to the drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, kid. <laughs> graduate. <laughs> the yeah, you don't just get all, you know, I'm a cool drummer at right. seven. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You work your way to that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some terrible woodwind yeah. instrument and a brass. Yeah, you, had a, you had a leather vest, like right. now. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I've uh, played drums since I was uh, in seventh grade, and I went to college and okay. got an education degree, and then got a master's in drumming, in like music. Uh, well, the education was sort of broad. I learned to play all the musical education. Yeah. Wow, okay. and then I got a master's in percussion. So mm. that was a very specific uh, performance. Wow, that's degree. amazing. Yeah, and my sort of main instrument was uh, four mallet marimba. Ooh, which, uh, explain that to me a little. 
He might know. I don't know. Uh, so uh, a marimba is like a giant xylophone. Okay. If you can imagine that. Sure. Uh, if you were to look I love at the xylophone. It. Yeah. So it's a, a bigger, nicer sounding one. Oh, cool. Not quite so uh, brittle of a sound. Okay. Uh, very warm wooden sound. And right. uh, four mallets is just uh, each hand holds two mallets, and they work uh, independently of each other, so you can do chords and things okay. on a marimba. So did you do that in the marching band? No, I was... Uh, uh, just a drummer in the marching band, oh, but that was okay. Drumline, nice. Yeah, that was a part of your sort of full percussion education. It's learning to do that, and that's uh, so you were interested yeah. me the most. So, so you were cool before Drumline became cool because <laughs> I love how now Nick I'm not Cannon. Sure cool the word well, Nick, I, they, I mean, they had a movie, and it was like yeah. I mean, black people make everything cool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they even they, made marching band kind of cool. They, they did. Sh- they should make a black yeah. marimba player movie. <laughs> Let's see if we can make that. See that. <laughs> yeah, I'd go see yeah. that. <laughs> I'm sure Nick Cannon's looking for work. But yeah. uh, no, so you did the drum line. Yep. And um, how was that? Was uh, what's what's wh- Where's the location here? Is this New York? or? Uh, no, I grew up in Virginia. Virginia, yeah. okay. And then I went to UNLV for my master's degree. Okay, so okay, so take us back, like high school. Is that, is, I mean, how are people accepting of band people back at that at that? In Virginia. Like, in uh, Texas, it was kind of, like, dorky or whatever. Yeah, it was pretty dorky. Okay. Where'd you grow up in Texas? Uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, mostly. Because oh, okay. yeah. I ended up teaching in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 when I was growing up, it's much cooler now, but it was kind of a nerdy <laughs> thing to do when I was yeah. growing up. Well, it depends on the football situation. Because I feel yes. like if you have a strong football team, right. then you're kind of encompassed in that kind of team mentality. Yeah, a little bit. But you coming from Texas, that was a yeah. much better... Football yeah. situation and band situation. Okay. Like, I moved to Texas specifically to teach band in the Texas public school systems. Okay, so you taught, do you teach, um, like, just like just how to the march and the thing, the music, and like what's, what are you, what are you um, teaching when you say that? Okay, so I, uh, I moved to South Texas and I was brought in to be a percussion teacher and to write the band shows. Oh, wow. And that was my only job was. To, Make sure the drummers could play their parts and write the drill for the marching band. So you're basically, I mean, you're taking, like, pop songs and then, like, figuring out how to, like, make it marchy? Uh, yeah, kind of. It yeah, seems like they do a lot of that stuff. It leans a little uh, artsier in Texas. It's, okay. It's uh, not always pop songs, but, uh, okay. you know, you do have to ride this line of competing against other bands and trying to be very artsy and having to stand up in front of a football stadium every Friday night and have people listen to you and enjoy yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a balancing act. Do you guys do competitions as well? Uh, I did, yeah. Oh, and, nice. Yep. How'd you do? Uh, we were we were not that great. <laughs> <laughs> put a lot of competition, I think, right? Uh, what's that? A lot of competition in this like, band yes. marching. Yes, like, very it's, much. It's huge, right? Y- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and you, it just gets bigger all the time. Do you parades and stuff too? or uh, A little bit. That's the real sort of low end of <laughs> Is that the low end? What is that like the, as a marching band. Is that like the, the firehouse gigs? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Let's <laughs> see. The marching bands. All right, we got to go do this thing. Please <laughs> <laughs> 250. You got to bring your own feature. Right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> exactly. That's the equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, well, that's cool. So, all right. Except for the Macy's Parade. Now, that one, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's a big, a big one. deal. <laughs> well, I was born in Kilgore, and uh, Kilgore Rangerettes was, yeah. was they're a big deal, like marching legs, you know, yeah. pretty much. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, so you did all this music stuff. Yeah. So how does stand-up happen after that? Stand-up happens, uh, I'm 
I moved to Austin to take another job at a, teaching at a middle school. All right. And I'd loved stand up my whole life. And I saw they were teaching a class at uh, Cap City Comedy Club, which okay. is sort of a famous comedy club in Took Austin. A class, I like it. Yep, started in a class, and uh, I was. Not good, but I told myself I was, and I just kept doing it. That's most of us in this business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was at the, my first set, like sort of the graduation out of the class. It yeah. was good enough to not make me run away and never come back again. It okay. was, uh, and that, that my theory is every, everyone that sort of survives in comedy, your first set has to be somewhat okay. Because if it was as bad as some of the bombs that we have, you would be like, why would I ever come back and do this again? Oh yeah, that that is unbelievable. Yeah, um, I just um, yeah. So what, how so how long were you in it before you you know kind of got closer to the Conan level and all that stuff? Like how many years? So was um, I started. Uh, it's it kind of all ties together because I uh, I started in Austin uh, and I really loved it. And I was writing marching band shows at the time in my summers and had been for several years. And I figured out I could make a living writing marching band shows two months in the summer. Okay. And I could spend ten months trying to figure out if I could make a living at comedy. Okay. Because uh, I could make my living writing these band shows. And so I did that, and that's literally still the same schedule I have today. I would, oh, wow. Uh, I still do, I'd do a little more comedy during the summer than I used to, but I still... Uh, you know, every summer, sit down in front of a computer and write marching band shows. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you love it? I do love it. Yeah, yeah. it's something I've done so long. It, I've actually done it more years of my life than I haven't done it at this point. Yeah. You know, when you cross that weird little line in your <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. Like you've been a comedian longer than you haven't been a comedian <laughs> yeah. in your life. So, uh, yeah, I love it and I still do it. And it was probably, I started uh, comedy in early '02. And I did Conan in 2013. This is about okay. 11 years. You paid your dues. All yeah. Right. That's cool. And, um, yeah, all right. So that's, yeah, that's good. It's interesting when people maintain two lives of, of yeah. an art, an art form. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's, you know, it's it's kind of, it, it's almost impossible to, to not do that sometimes. You know? Yeah. If you just like, because I feel like as comics we have, there's so much inside of us going yeah. on at the time. Like, like before I started comedy, I was I, I was a painter and I had like I have works hanging in like you know banks and oh, lawyers, cool. uh, attorney offices and yeah. stuff. And it's just like I thought that I was going to do that. I right. was just like I'm going to just be this painter and sit right. in my pajamas all day and just right. paint paintings <laughs> and yeah. like you know have nude models and like it was going to be my life. Right. And then it just. Didn't become that. You do know? you still do some of that? Not really. Yeah. Not as much as I used to. I mean, right. I, once in a while I'll play around. But I think it's healthy yeah. to have another thing. It is. I should do it. important in your life. Because yeah. especially when I was young and comedy was really hard, yeah. it was nice to take a break and get away from it and then get excited about it again, you know, going into the fall uh, where I knew I'd be not writing band shows and yeah. get back to comedy. Sure. Uh, you know, at a certain point, you know, success kind of builds on itself. So yeah. I don't have a lot of, like, depression or down moments about comedy. It, everything's... Yeah. I, I've i succeeded beyond what I thought I would, so I, I don't really get to be sad about comedy anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I don't yeah. allow myself. I'm like, yeah. there's a million guys yeah. that would sure. give anything to have what I have. Sure. So absolutely. from now on, I'm like, I'm Just, thankful. Yeah, for, Conan credit, yeah, you know, family, happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I've... Uh, it, no, but it's it's you know, it is funny because it's like you know, with me it's like 
I really, I'm so addicted to stand-up to the point where it's like, I can't even do something that's not stand-up. Like, this is, like, part of my not being creative and not doing stand-up. Right. Of course, what is it about? (laughs) Freaking (laughs) stand-up. Talking about stand-up. Right. And my other thing is I, I coach people. So it's like... That too is like yeah. another thing Still to stand up. or run a room. Like anything that's not stand up comedy is stand up comedy to me. I just, yeah. I'm so addicted to it all the time. Every facet of it. You know, I'm, yeah. from, I'm writing a book now and it's like, right. but the whole thing is just, it, I can't get away from it. Right. It just, it's just, inc- for some reason, I really try. Every time I try to write a script, like I can't just write a horror film. I'm like, oh, they got to be comics. You know, <laughs> I can't right. just write a thing. It's like, oh, yeah. they got to be, and it's like, I can't stop myself. You right. know, it's just like, it's just like, like I really, I want to, I really want to go somewhere else. You know, right? Maybe I should just join a Shakespeare company or something. But I need to yeah. do something. Yeah, I feel like it's just I'm, I'm kind of burned out a little bit. Yeah, you know, stand up. I love it more than anything in the world. Right. But it'd be nice to just I don't know step away for a little while. Right. Like I, I, I wish I had sabbatical. a band thing. I wish I had something that was opposite. <laughs> yeah. You know, yet similar because right. it's rhythmic and it's yes. artistic. And, yeah. You know, it yes, uses those artistic. parts of your brain. Yep. Because, I mean, it's I'm sure it's like writing a joke when you're writing, yeah. like, you know, marching music and stuff. Yep. You know, where you use all that kind of, like, yeah, exactly. delivery and punch and setup yeah. and, you know, yeah. the same kind of and brain. All the, yeah, all the same things fire yeah. <laughs> to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. So did you did you have a big road life at all, like stand-up comedy road life? It feels like... Yeah, you, I, uh, that's all I ever really wanted to do. Even yeah. moving to New York... It sort of was the idea of getting more opportunities to work on the road. Because, you know, every giant comedian you've ever heard of in your life was a road comic at some point. You know, they all are. Uh, Did you work with um, some people, like some bigger comics? Yeah. Who did you uh, Uh, work with in the beginning or middle? middle? Big comedian I ever worked with, and I still don't know how it happened. I worked with Brian Regan. Oh, wow. uh, Right before he made the jump to theaters. Oh, that's so awesome. we did uh, the Baltimore Improv. Seven shows sold out to the rafters. I, I still, in my lifetime, will never see anyone murder as hard as he did on those shows. Yeah. It was just... Um, it, 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 I went drinking with him once. He can drink, too, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done so much tequila in my life. Yeah. You ever been in situations like that where you like you go overboard just because it's like somebody's huge? It's fun. Right, yeah. What? No, it's not fun. It's just because they're huge. It's fun at the moment. <laughs> Like, hey, I can't believe it. Well, to me, it wasn't, it wasn't about being fun. It was more just about, that's Dave Patel. Of course I'm going to relapse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's Brian Regan. Of course I'm going to fucking pee in my pants, you know, and right. get drunk, you know? Because it's like, you just want to, like, you want that connection with that right. big person. Yeah. And so, anyway, I've talked about that a lot, but I feel like that's been like, in my Achilles heel sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I just want to, like, I'm so excited because it's right. this artist. It is fun. And I feel like that's a connection to them. Right. Is to get you know, fucked up or whatever, but it's like, right. you don't have to do that. No, that's what I'm learning as right. 10 years sober, <laughs> that I could just have a Red Bull and right. be like, hey, I really like your life. Yeah, they special. still want to hang out. Yeah, <laughs> they'll still talk to you. Right. You don't have to do heroin with no. Artie Lang. He'll still talk to you. Like, yeah. <laughs> you could just have a real conversation right. without having to shoot up, you know? Right. But it's like, hey, but it's Artie. Maybe I should, like, poke a vein. But yeah. you don't have to do that. Yeah. No. It's, but you, in your head, you get all insecure. You're like, this right. would be my way in. I'll be his buddy, you know? Right. I don't know, but anyway, that's just funny. But that's that's funny about crashing. I don't know if you've watched it, but I feel yes. like it's such a. I get. I feel like it's such a funny kind of like because you you know it's a short you know thirty minute show, so you really only have you know very short time to kind of like. 
develop the relationship, but it's always funny to me where it's just like, you know, like they'll have the character Pete where he'll just like meet the celebrity comic and automatically they're eating pizza with you. Right. I was like, that's really not what's, that's, that's not life. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you had some Coke in your pocket, then maybe yeah. already be like, hey kid, let's hang out. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So it's like, it is funny yeah. how like that show gets so many things exactly right. Sure. But then there are a few things you're like, uh, that's not, he's not going to just walk on as a warm up comic on a television show. <laughs> Those things don't just fall in your but lap. But I guess like that's that. what you have to do sometimes with television. You know, yeah, like, you it is. Spend yeah. belief a little bit. Right. But I they can't know. spend 10 years showing him get to a point where. <laughs> well, that's the show I want to do. <laughs> right. I want to do called Wrecking, where it's just like everybody's just, you know, paying dues and just, yeah. you know, just like, it just they never get there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad, like, sad show. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay too. That's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. There's guys I know guys that are that been middles for twenty years. Yeah, that's just a real thing. Yeah, it's not like a knock on them. Right. You know, it's just sometimes where the ball takes you. I mean, yeah, that's there's a lot of a lot of people like it's there's a lot of luck in this business, and if you don't, yeah. if you're not smart enough to attribute uh, some success to luck, then you're sort of delusional. Well, there's, yeah, I mean, well, that's what's interesting is to think about people that, you know, do well in this business. You know, what did it take? Yeah. You know, like uh, I just had a great guy, you know, Sherrod Small on here. His charisma is I can't not want, I always want to be around him. Right. He's just one of those guys. Yeah. He's loud and funny and silly and smiley and yeah. attracted to him and you yeah. just want to hang out. Right. He's another guy that I've just relapsed with. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> like you just want to like, right. and I don't have that. Yeah. I It takes everything out of me to get there, you know? Yeah. I, I, he doesn't have people going, you should have a smiley face <laughs> on your audition and no. maybe, like he never gets, he's never had that criticism. No. He didn't get that, <laughs> so, no. He never gets that note. Right. And, you know, and then, the, and then you take our people, like, um, Neighbor Gatsy, who's a yeah. phenomenal comedian. Yep. And um, One of my favorites of all time. Great comedian. But so but good. let's go back a little bit. Right. And the thing is, with Nate, <laughs> he was very smart, much like Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. in the sense that he played a nice chess game with the business. Right. Knew how to kind of, like work his way into the right direction. Right. And know like, you know, who was good for him, right. you know, what representation was and what representation wasn't. Like he right. he went through quite a few people. Yeah. And he was able to kind of like figure it out. Right. And the craft yeah, was all, a big part of it. It is. It's a, and he's a great comedian. Yeah. But what has helped him is his you know, smart choices right. of who to be around and who to work with. And I don't think exactly. a lot of times comics they don't realize how important that is. Right. You know, and sometimes you have to fire your managers. Sometimes right. you have to fire your agents. Sometimes yep. you have to, like, you know, work with Madonna's manager or whoever. You know, like, sometimes you just have to take these these uncomfortable leaps. Right. And a lot of us have problems with that. Right. We have anxiety of upsetting people. We have anxiety. Yeah. We, have, we have just... It's just, in our nature to want to please. Oh. Please, and then the loyalty we have. My God, that's been my downfall. <laughs> yeah. My downfall is my loyalty. Yeah. You know, Al Martin was there for me in the beginning. He put me on fucking his stage. I would not be a comic without him. Yeah. So when he was like, hey, I'm, I'm past at the cellar playing weekends. He's like, hey, you want to open a club down the street? I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Yeah. The loyalty I have for him right. outweighed what the loyalty the seller was giving me. Right. And so I was just like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. What the hell? I don't care. You yeah. Know? I feel like you've been there for me. 
Right. And so, and not that it's been a bad thing, but it's like, but sometimes, you know, you don't. It's not all upside. You don't know. Yeah. You just make it, you just go with it. And that's the thing with comedy. You don't know walking through door number two if if it's the right decision or a bad decision. Right. You just like, you just go through it. Yeah. You're just like, let's hope this works out. Instinct. Yeah, I always tell people like you know, eventually you should just just go away for a while and try something else. Right, Anthony, <laughs> go somewhere else. Like you gotta. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll thank me later. You just gotta <laughs> fucking go. Yeah. Just you know, go go somewhere else and try you know try something bigger. I always say aim higher. Yeah, you know, like just stop. Like people aim. You know, I don't know. I just I, I have a lot of. I made a lot of bad choices. You right. know, in comedy. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, but I also made some. Ones that were good, I guess, but I don't, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't have time to think about it. Yeah. You know, I'd say like anyone that can make a living in this business, we've, yeah. you know, we've it's succeeded. Tough. We've made enough good decisions. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. About how, okay. Guess. You've As been I'm in playing this... a fucking firehouse and I'm like, hey, but some guy's heckling me. I'm like, hey, fucker. <laughs> You've been in the business long enough. Think about some of the people you started with. And That's true. The None of them are around. Right. That there's, aren't around anymore. I don't there's yeah, the only person that's still around that's doing well is that I remember. Pete Corielli. Yeah. He's doing great. Yeah. Um Yeah, there's there's quite a few that, that dropped off. It's such a long quite shot a to be yeah. able to make a living. Yeah. It is. This. It is so. I mean, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. I'm yeah. not I'm just even my bad choices are just what they are. Right. You know, they're just you know, but it has a lot to do with addiction problems and things like that. Right. You know, I, it's not like I, you know, I'm not like, woe was me or anything. I'm yeah. just saying it's like, but that's the thing. It's like, but I'm attracted to things for God knows why. Right. You know, like just, you know, running shows and stuff. I don't even know why. Why am I doing that? Like, I'm good <laughs> enough to just work the road. Like, why am yeah. I doing that? Like, yeah. I just, but I just, I don't know. I just find myself in those situations. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And then it's, you know, but, uh, you know, most of the time I'm okay with it. Yeah. But I wonder what, but I need to jump. Right. I'm, you know, I need to quit doing all this shit eventually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like I said that in jest with you, but eventually, you know, it's gotta, you gotta try it like LA or something or right. whatever, whatever that jump is. Yeah. You know, I think we all have to finish that fucking script. Right. Or do that thing that right. could get us there right. instead of like you know just depressed and saying well how come that's I didn't get that how come that guy did that I'm as funny as that guy yeah I can't even watch like shows now it's like Netflix sometimes is like oh god that guy got that right and you're just like ah oh, go to a movie like oh really he's gonna be in that yeah and it's like and the longer <laughs> you are in the business the oh more people god. you see oh. you're like really <laughs> that guy <laughs> yeah yeah and it's you know but that's part of it yeah people it get successful yep. and yeah that are you know you yeah. have to deal with that yeah how do you deal with the Find kind, you know, some kind of zen yeah. way of getting through it yeah do you do you have therapy and stuff in your life no what do you do you uh, seem like you're pretty balanced though yeah i'm pretty you got a kid and yeah life is seems pretty decent for you yeah that's the way you get riled up. Too I many. get riled up. <laughs> you got too many plates in the air to get too upset about anything. Yeah? Yeah. You always been like that? Uh, Kind of, yeah. Yeah, you don't seem like you go off the handle much. Not really. Yeah. I used to have a little road rage. Did you? I gave that up when I had a kid. <laughs> oh, when you're in the car? Yeah. Okay. Um, you ever hit somebody? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I came close a few times. 
like, I feel like it was just idea. some guy who's like, fuck hipsters, and he yeah. just like, like took it into you. Maybe yeah. he's seen me before. Maybe probably. He, me he before. probably saw your act. <laughs> that would make sense, that he yeah. saw your act. So he ran yeah. you over. It's all coming together now. <laughs> um, do you have crazy road stories at all? Do you have anything happen with you? Not really. Oh, my God. <laughs> your life is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say perfect. I don't have crazy roads. I have a... I have what's one it, funny road story. Please. Uh, that, uh, do you know Andy Hendrickson? Of course. We know Andy. Uh, Andy and I used to work on the road a lot together. We sort of met each other when we were young. Okay. And we were working at uh, Junior's Last Laugh in uh, Erie, yeah. Pennsylvania. Okay. You probably know that place. Sure. And uh, it's in the winter. I always seem to go to Erie in the winter, and it's always snowing. Uh, always getting that lake effect snow. <laughs> And we finished up the shows, and we went to a bar to have some drinks. And we walk into this bar, and I don't know what manager left early, but there's a full-on snowball fight going on inside this bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell Andy immediately, I'm like, dude, we got to get out of here. I can't, I can't be in here. That sounds hilarious. Like, he goes, no, don't worry about it. We're not involved with this. I'm like, no, I'm going to get hit with a snowball. He goes, you, you have that look. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, no, we're not. This is not our thing. We're just going to go in here. We're going to have a couple of drinks. It's going to be fine. This will be going on yeah. in the background. And we sit down, and I swear to God, no more than three seconds after I sit down, Andy's sitting across from me. Yeah. A giant snowball hits the back of my head and just explodes <laughs> out in this perfect, all of the snow missed Andy because it hit the back of my head and went in all directions. That's great. And, uh, yeah, he, he finally realized there's a little, <laughs> there might be something to that. How redneck is that, that they're just having a snowball, snowball fight, fight inside, inside the bar? Inside the bar, wow. Yeah, yeah it is a little. <laughs> yeah. Hillbilly. It is. <laughs> Where was this again? Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie. Oh, yeah, I played that once. Yeah. And I got in trouble because I was a little edgy. Yeah, but, they used uh, to be a clean club. Not anymore, right? I don't think so. Uh, I got to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I played with a guy. I opened for a guy. He was in a wheelchair. This guy, Brett. Brett Leak. Brett Leak, yeah. One of my best friends in comedy. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean to summarize him like that, but, you know. No, it's just, it, yeah. I mean, it's, I also say, hey, and the black guy yeah. with, the, with the, you know, whatever. Yeah. But He's it's been like, a mentor since I started comedy. He's a fantastic comic. Yep. Very funny. And um, it was just wild. They would carry him on stage. Yeah. Put him in a stool, yeah. and he would just crush. Yeah, and th that's one of those <laughs> things when you like all the dumb things you get wrapped up in as a comic. Like, yeah. I used to uh, not be able to put the mic back in the stand because I thought it was too distracting, and I would <laughs> lose the audience. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, they just carried this man on stage, and he's killing immediately. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, it's all in my head, and it's yeah. up to me whether this goes well or not. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's. Yeah, he was definitely a good guy. He, yeah, he, he gave me a lot of support and stuff. Yeah, he's one of the greatest. Yeah, but it's like, but that's the thing is you don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's. I mean, yeah, that is interesting to think of what you know, kind of like what other comics have to like. I don't know. Like, I have a little person roommate who's a comedian. Yeah, and he used to he used to always come home and be like, you know, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not I'm not doing comedy on the bar. Every time I do these fucking gigs, they want me to do comedy next to the peanuts, and I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> you just go all crazy. And, stuff. and it's just like you know. But in my head, I'm like, you know, I don't, we still have to deal with that. You yeah, know I mean, there's a lot of things I have to deal with. Yeah, you know? I get yeehaw a lot. Yeah, but I don't have to deal with. God, you must know that's Doing comedy on the bar. Every time you step on stage, you've got to know a yeehaw's coming. <laughs> <laughs> not as much. Really? Not that much. People, oh, that's good. It's, it's usually chicks because they're digging me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that. 
Girls have a cowboy fetish. I mean, there's a reason I wear it. I yeah. mean, I got my girl. I got on TV with it. Like, I, 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 it worked for me. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, don't quite understand it, but it's like just yeah. you find a look and you go. Yeah. You know, Judah Freelander was kind of a mentor for me. So yeah. I realized it's like you could just kind of yeah, do whatever. Right. And if it's interesting, people yeah. will respond to it. Right. And, and it's also Be good at it. you're recognizable. Yeah. And you become this thing. And if yeah. anything... At the end of the night, it'd be like they'll remember the cowboy guy. Yeah. Or they'll remember the you know. I still remember Judah from a Dave Matthews video. Me too. <laughs> he used to hug. He hugged everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, that was I, his big credit. I didn't know he was a comic at the time. That was his. And huge... I don't even think I was a comic at the time. <laughs> but I remembered it running oh, into yeah. him in New York later. I'm like, that guy from that. That was a huge. That was his big break. Yeah. Like he was just like it was the huggy guy. Yeah. He was just hug guys in a Dave Matthews video. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember what the tune was, but he got he got weird stuff that was great. Yeah. He also like it was funny about his career. It's like he got something like that. Yeah. And then he get obviously commercials and stuff. Yeah. And then he would get like this almost award winning role in American Splendor, American Splendor or whatever. Yep. And then he would just go back to you know something else and yeah. like a sitcom role and like Thirty Rock all over the place like <laughs> the most greatest shows eclectic, of all time most eclectic thing I've ever yeah. seen you yeah know? and then it's he's got still... this special where it's just like it's great it's at the cellar with like clips and things yeah. like it's his own version of you know what he wanted to do and yeah like yeah it's interesting how like yeah he's able to kind of like I don't know just kind of piece together this this career yeah. that's kind of in his and still runs around doing spots everywhere. Oh yeah, in the city, and get in fights with Jim Gaffigan, and <laughs> we just talked about that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that story. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> oh, it's a big one. Is it? But oh yeah. Okay. We'll, t- we'll do off air on that one because yeah. I feel like we covered it too much with Sherrod. Yeah. But um, it's uh, yeah no, but the, I mean you know Anthony's kind of like that where he just kind of you know does his his own stuff right you now, and I think it's like important to kind of like eventually people come around. Right. Like I can't <laughs> imagine. Like certain comics, brand new. You know what I mean? Can you imagine being Emo Phillips out of the gate? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just like, okay. Did you ever run into the uh, <laughs> disgruntled clown on the road? No. Oh my god! Guy in full on clown makeup. Yeah. And he's like really angry. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, God, how did you not do that twice and go? This is too much pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot, man. You gotta like. I mean, I put on a cowboy. That's it. Yeah. You know? and I, Sometimes I put on the suit. I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. in jeans. <laughs> I'm sure people look at me the same way they looked at Disgruntled Clown. They're like, really? Every then, single show. And then only one person was able to, like, it never worked and made a career out of it, which was Kaufman. You know? Yeah. So it mm-hmm. just, he made the not working part yeah. part of the the bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take this. Can you imagine that? We were like, oh, the bombing part is what's going to be funny. Right. And then he figured out this surreal Salvador <laughs> Dali way of yeah. presenting comedy. Yeah. And it was like everybody ate it up. And yeah. then it became this, like, he's the fucking anti comic. I should have thought about that when I was young, man. Because yeah. I could have Salvador Dali the shit out of my bombing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, you know. Um, this, you know, we talked about it a few times on the air, but the guy that um, Drew Michaels who did the special, yes, with no audience and like a Facebook feed, uh, right. live thing and whatever. And you know, there's two ways to look at it. You know, one way to look at it is it's like this is not a stand-up special. We've all said that. And the yeah. other way to look at it is he's the Jackson Pollock of stand-up comedy. Yeah, where he's just doing something nobody else is doing. Right. And so it's just like, and you got an HBO special. So yeah, kudos to that guy. A thousand people have done it one way. 
Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, why not and do it's a like, little different? And, you know, and I've said this before, but my after having so many shitty audiences, a dream would be to not have to worry about an audience. <laughs> just spew my <laughs> terrific comedy insight uh, yeah. just into a camera and not have to worry about some asshole in the corner. Yeah. You know, I've sometimes gotten the exact same amount of laughs in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> No, but it's it's funny. I'm sure that pitch was weird. Yeah, you know, we're like, okay, it's gotta right. start with "Hear me out." Hear me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. Right. All right. So <laughs> we're gonna be in a black box theater, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna do a lot of pacing, yeah. and uh, and I'm, I'm just I'm gonna do kind of comedy into the camera. Okay. So there's people. No, no, no. There's no, no people. No, no. What do you mean, no people? <laughs> No, there's no people in the audience. <laughs> like, are they going to come in later? Like, are you going to, like, no, are they going to be watching it from somewhere? No, they're just no. not going to be there. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, what else? Oh, I'm going to show FaceTime footage of my girlfriend. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm just going to show her, like, kind of just talking to me in FaceTime. And then that's going to, then I'm going to do some bits off like, of that. Uh, can you put a sizzle <laughs> reel together of this? Uh, I'm not sure I'm imagining it the way you're saying and it. And <laughs> somehow they went with it. Yeah. You know, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. That that it's happened. amazing. You got to go? All right. <laughs> He's got to go. He's got to go walk his kid home. Yeah. But um, <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Hey, Hope thanks you enjoyed for having it. me. Yeah. Sorry, it was a little crunched on time today. That's all right. But we'll uh, do it again. We plug anything? What's going on? We got podcasts or websites or... Band movies yeah, coming out. Uh, what do you got? What do you got going on? Yeah, uh, check out my website, yeah. tonydeo.com. Okay. And uh, there's a link to my YouTube page, which uh, is shockingly good for a comedian. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, where, where can we get uh, from you? What's going on? Uh, you check my social media at Anthony Kapfer. K A P F E R. I've got Catfur. Catfur. <laughs> I've got a lot of uh, new content coming out, videos and songs and things, and it's all free. Um, and you can get my book on my website, uh, anthonycapfer.com. Nice. Great. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being on the show, Tony. Thank uh, you, Tony for Deo, me. very funny comedian. If you get a chance, check him out. He's worth seeing. And uh, you can follow us, um, I'll leave you with this, on Twitter and our Facebook page. And uh, you can catch me at Dustin Chafin on Twitter as well. And um, if you're interested in the world of stand-up comedy, I do comedy one-on-one coaching. So uh, check that page out as well on Facebook. And I will get you in this this high and low, beautiful, ridiculous, (laughs) awful business that we call stand-up comedy. You can see for yourself and uh, be a part of this beautiful experience. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with this. I'm Dustin Chafin. Thank you, Anthony Caffer, our producer, and good night. Bye-bye.